Hey everyone, you're listening to Ankur Variku on Voice with Variku. On this podcast, I talk to you about entrepreneurship, how to grow in life, manage personal finances, handle failures, and a lot more things that just come to my mind. The episode begins. We often hear the phrase scratch your own itch. We actually hear it more in the entrepreneurial circles because people are always advising founders that hey, if you want to start up then scratch your own itch, which basically means if you have a problem then just start with that problem because that's the best way for you to start up. You're most passionate about your own problem, so you will devote all the energy and the time and the money and the commitment and everything that's required for it to work, and that's why you have a far likelihood of making it successful. And I want to argue in this podcast episode that this phrase or suggestion or advice is actually harmful and here's the reason why when you scratch your own itch you actually have a very inside out view which means you're consumed by what you're going through and you very rarely stop and pause and ask yourself how many people apart from me are going through the same problem it goes back to one of the things that morgan housel in his fantastic book psychology of money i don't know if you've read it if you haven't read it please book this book up it is a brilliant must read on money psychology of money that's the name of the book and what he says is we believe that our experiences define most of the world when the truth is our experiences account for 0.000001% of what actually happens in the world and that's a fallacy we all fall for whatever is happening to us whatever is it that we are experiencing whether it's problems whether it's even a happy moment we believe that that is what comprises large part of the world here is a great way for you to think about this it's a question i often ask in public forums i'm going to ask on a podcast i have no way of knowing what your answer is but if you're true to yourself we'll all have a nice time how many of you listening to this podcast who belong to india are from middle class how many of you listening to this podcast who are particularly from india feel that you belong to the middle class just in your head raise your hand if you think that you're from middle class and i'll give you 2 seconds to think about it Okay so your middle class i can bet my life that 80% if not more of all of you who are listening to this podcast have raised your hands and said i am middle class and then i'll go on to ask you what's the definition of middle class so i get these fascinating definitions oh if you are always starving for money you're middle class you hand to mouth existence you're middle class you have values embedded so you're middle class you have to stand in line to get something you're middle class you have a fixed deposit so you're middle class so on and so forth right so there are different definitions of it So my next follow up question is what is the actual definition of middle class what's the definition of middle class in india and very few people know that very few people know what is actually the definition of middle class in india the answer might shock you because here's the answer middle class in india means that you're earning between 8 to 10000 rupees per month as salary that is what middle class is so how much you pay to your driver if you have one or your family has one that person is middle class your uber driver your uber driver did i say uber driver ola driver that's middle class your maid collectively how much she earns makes her middle class the rickshaw puller on the street is middle class the vegetable vendor is middle class you're not middle class my friend you're listening to a podcast in english on most likely spotify or apple or amazon or some fancy other platform you are way above middle class The only problem is you're constantly comparing yourself to Mukesh Ambani's son's marriage and saying oh shit I am so goddamn poor but the truth is you are way above middle class my friend. The point I'm trying to make is the following. 
If I were to tell you, hey, why don't we create something for middle-class Indians, what are you going to do? You're going to start with yourself. You're going to assume that you are middle class and you're going to now go ahead and build something that works for you because someone told you, scratch your own age, start from your own beliefs, start from your own worldviews, and that's great until it's not. The practical advice is it takes a lot for you to dissociate yourself from who you are and who you're building for or who you even want to think on behalf of. And that person could be marginally and dramatically different from who you are. You have to find that out as against assuming it. So when we scratch our own itch, we believe what we're going through is the normal. When we sit for interviews or when we send out emails or apply for jobs but don't get a response, we believe that that's how the world works. When we have a problem, and this is a classic problem I can share. My first startup was Gadi.com. And Gadi.com was started in 2009. It was meant to solve the problem of used cars in this country, buying and selling of them. And here's how we visualized it. We visualized it as a very painful process. We said, oh my God, if you have a used car, you have to go out in the heat and the sun, then you sit with the dealer, then you haggle that what price will he give, and then you will go to two other dealers, three other dealers, they'll give you some other price and then you'll be confused whether you should go for it or not. Then you'll go back to the first dealer and then he'll just say, oh, I'm going to pay you only 50% in advance and then 50% after later, blah, 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 blah. It's such a horrible experience. Worse, if you want to buy a used car because then you have to go to one dealer and they'll be like, no, we don't have the car. We don't match your budget. Then you go to another one, another one, another one. It's oh. Oh, so, so, so painful. So what we're going to do is we're going to democratize this entire thing. We're going to build an online platform where you can list your used car if you have one to sell and you can then go and connect with all the sellers if you want to buy one. And that's the best process, isn't it? <laughs> the truth is, it wasn't needed. It wasn't needed because in our head, in our own fancy cocoon of ISB grads who thought that we had conquered the world and we were God's gift to mankind, we thought that the problems we faced or we felt we gave value to, which is it's so inconvenient to go out and to haggle with all these dealers and so on, we forgot to ask ourselves this question. Is this what most of the world goes through or not? Are we scratching our own itch or are we scratching an itch that most people also have? And the truth is in 2009, most people did not have this problem because the average age of ownership in a car is between nine to 10 years in India. That means all the cars that were being sold or bought in 2009 as used cars were bought in the year 2000. And back then, there weren't many choices to make. There were only three or four models at best, so people just bought them. And that meant that in 2009, there were far lesser cars to be sold than there were people who were ready to buy. There was a classic demand supply mismatch. And that demand supply mismatch actually made the market efficient. If you had a used car, you went to a dealer, they gave you a price and that was most certainly the best price you would get because they wanted that car. Because that's the only way that they can sell something because they don't own it as yet. And if you wanted to buy a used car, you walk to a place and there was a dealer network that was already in tandem working together. So you walked in with your budget and within that budget, you got a car or you would never get a car anywhere else. That's how the market was in 2009. It's very different today. But back then when we began solving this problem, 
We were scratching our own itch, making ourselves believe that the problems we were facing were the problems that everyone was facing, when in reality, that wasn't the problem we were facing. You extrapolate that to another scenario. You're applying and you're sending out these cold emails to recruiters, to hiring managers, to founders, to CEOs, to whosoever you want to, and you're not getting a response. And you're like, you know what? Cold emails don't work. Well, that's your experience. That's your experience. And it could be because the cold email you're writing does not work. The cold email that you are writing is not landing well. The way that you're structuring it is not being received well. You're reaching out to the wrong people in the first place. Your profile is not suited to what you're seeking. Multiple other reasons. But if you scratch your own itch and you're like, you know what, cold emails don't work. So what I want to do is create this platform where people can connect with one another and recruiters with candidates and so on and so forth. You may be solving a problem that doesn't exist in the real world. Or you may go about thinking that this is the problem that needs to be solved when in reality, there was some other problem that you had to work on, which could very well be that your cold email had to be improved. Nothing else, nothing beyond that. But that is how you made that mistake of scratching your own edge. At the end of it, the biggest fallacy we all fall for is to believe that our experiences shape up the world. When the truth is our experiences are only a very small reflection of what the real world is. The realization about this makes us wiser. It makes us more humble, it makes us more absorbing, and it allows us to grow. Don't ever give up on that. All the best. Thank you for listening to this episode of Voice with Variku. To be notified of upcoming episodes, be sure to subscribe and follow the show on this app right now. Also, don't forget to rate and review the show because that just feels nice. Thank you. 